The Driving While Awesome podcast is recorded live to SD card at the Beeline Motor Club in Santa Cruz, California. Where am I? And where are you? He's Can you imagine like, his head <laughs> I being can't. inside his little no. head? Egocidal vehiculum. There's no doubt Corvettes are fast. But what about the people that put their fingers over the license? Keichi <laughs> Tuchia. <laughs> Those cars have such a cute little face, you know? It's like a little like a little salamander or something, you know? I'm riding dirty right now. Offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. Hey there, everybody. This is Warren. Just checking in to let you know that we are... Getting back to rallying, folks. Yeah! <laughs> Save the date. Woot! October 6th through the 8th. Driving Will Awesome Rally. Coming at you. Uh, this is the weekend after Rensport and the weekend before Phoenix Radwood. But come rally with us over the mountains, through the woods, and... Uh, Into the Sierras? Possibly. You know, okay. we don't want to say too much, but uh, last time was glorious. Yeah, right weather there. should be nice too, huh? Be great. Not too hot. Hopefully no snow yet. Great vistas. Uh, mm-hmm. Narrow roads. Maybe big a, roads. Maybe a narrow road. October 6th through the 8th. Details coming to patreon.com slash awesome. Patrons always get the first crack at it. Uh, we'd love to have you join us. So save the date. October 6th through the 8th. Thank you. Thanks. Later. Round two. Fight. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Nick. I'm Clark. I'm Art. Let's pick up where we left off. That would be going back in time yeah, we're, to we're, we're Camping Well Awesome. Want to go back in time? Uh, camping Well Awesome. It happened. It was right. awesome. It was fun. We it, was really, it was really fun. A couple of chuckles, a couple of giggles. Yeah. Um... I would say 20% less cars than last year. Which was perhaps the right amount of cars. Yeah, maybe it was. No, no, not at our place, but I'm saying on the track. Oh, yeah. In the pits. It was yep. very light for it pre-reunion, was. but then we discovered that the actual races the weekend later would be, be light. light as well. Yeah, so it was a sign of things to come. But uh, great, great hang, good good times. We had the Pete's, Drew, uh Beamer lover, of course. Shout out to Tim. Uh, Simone made an appearance. Mm-hmm. Not really sure why, but he's killing it. <laughs> he's killing it. Um, Chan and, and Todd and them cruise by. Made a little appearance, yep. Nick brought his daughter, which is, mm-hmm. which is cool. Eva was entertaining. Her first experience. Eva killed it. I was blown away by how good she was at the campsite. Yeah, she really did. She's three and a half, and it was her first time camping. She was really good. So I was training her for a month or two because I wanted to take her to Costa Noa for our first camping trip, and she um, caught wind of the fact that I was going camping. And from a week a week or two out prior to the event, she's like, "Daddy, we're going camping." Daddy, we're going. And I was like, "All right, well, you know, YOLO." I'll, mm-hmm. I'll take her. And I fully expected that I would come down on Friday and then leave on Friday because she would be like, I don't want to sleep outside, I don't, whatever, you know? She was a total champ. Yeah, she, she killed it. 
you put her down and you came back out and hung yep, out around hung the out campfire. The campfire, which totally backfired because I went to bed at 1 a.m. and then she woke me up at like 4. <laughs> but uh, it was a good time nonetheless. That's always how it goes. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I feel like the conditions were kind of ideal. Last year was oh, yeah. chilly. Zero wind, warm. Yeah, it was great. Dry. Yeah. It was a notable, the notable absence was a Mr. Art Cervantes was not in attendance. It was true. not. And Ali. And yeah. Ali. Who yeah. came with a mad setup last year. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we're missing like 12 years. Oh, e-bikes. yeah. Bad rap, bad rabbit habit came to hang out. Hushy Pushy came to hang yeah, out. Yeah, you guys set no, some kind good. of gross vehicle weight record limit on that, on that, uh, Oh, the rabbits! Because did you have yeah. five dudes in there? No, no, no. Just it was four. Just four. Okay. So we we peeled off from the racetrack and went to our buddy Steven's uh, Veloce Media collaboration with uh, the other brother, or is this other brother? Other brother beer. And he had a beer release party down in Seaside, and uh, we had to get down there, and uh, we jumped in the rabbit. So it was me and Pete C, and then. Uh, Pete B up front, who's a gentle giant, and then, you know, driving down. So, yeah, that was fun, and then got to see some races and have some have some good times. But, man, that's a, that's a good little spot there. Although that campground, I use it loosely, is certainly not meant for, like, tent camping. There's no space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You pack your car in, and they give you, like, 10 feet between the yeah, car and it's mid for motorhomes. Yeah. I, feel like I heard some people talking shit about us later on about to Tim Riley. He oh, wrote yeah. that in the chat or something. Yeah. Oh really? About our tent. Like, those guys are like sleeping in their cars. Why would they do that? And she's, and he's like, that was me and my friends. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> so well, is, I mean, uh, how, how was the staff situation? I know that's historically uh, been dude, shit. So we got oh fucking heckle. We got oh, we did. fucked with one time. <laughs> These guys come and they go, we're with like, Camp. This is we're so with, great. We're with. What Camp, they they said it's as if they with, knew Lane's history. We're yeah. with camping enforcement, and we have to talk to you guys about your setup. Um, we're gonna have to tow some cars for sure. And, like, I, and I was two, looking at Lane. Way, and Lane, like, there's two ways we can solve this. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna tow all the cars, or and Lane goes. <laughs> <laughs> Already, he's like about to jump up and fight someone, headbutt anyone, and they said, "Tow all the cars, or you're gonna have to give us some beers." And then, nice. and then he said, "We just want to come and check out your cars." Oh, sweet! So, yeah. But they were staff though. Total, they were, no. Oh, yeah. they're just fucking around. Totally fucking around. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, the staff was nowhere near as diabolical. Yeah, one guy came by at like the. Of course, they always come by at the worst time. He come by. At, like I was hanging with Nick, I think, and they came by at like eleven thirty yeah, <laughs> or something in the middle the of the campsite. day. There's no one there. It's just Nick and I, and, and they're like, Let's, and they're looking for like passes. passes. And I'm like, mine's in my car. Like, I don't know where it's in the car. I don't have a. And I just wouldn't. I just refused to give it to him. Nick was giving. Nick was. I gave him what I had. Yeah, Nick well, was more abiding was. than I was. I was just like, I don't have. I don't. What do you do? It abides. Yeah, Lane yeah, was a the dude abides. Lane gets a little flustered. A, a nonviolent protest. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that was a good weekend. I'm trying to think of any other big highlights from that. Um, in the pits, it seemed like kind of the same stuff. I mean, there was yeah. some new, you know, different things, but nothing like major yeah. standout. Um, and then that takes us into the week. Uh, we were there uh, Friday to Sunday. And then back for a couple days at home, and then back down. So, so the next day, I mean, we talked about it a little bit with the BBL guys, but uh, yeah, we had the big. Uh, right. We had a uh, uh, what do we call it, Clark? 
What did we call Motorsport Monterey Motorsports kickoff party? Like legends in, legends in the Bay Area or something? Japan welcoming Japan to America with BBL and Spoon. Catchy. Yes. Yeah. Was, was it a that? garden party too? Or? <laughs> yeah. No, no, that was it was unaffiliated with, okay. with, no, with the, the, garden the garden club. But the garden club president helped us. Yeah, it was it it was garden it was I believe they call them. <laughs> Any <Yes>. ramen chefs? Or? <laughs> no ramen chefs. We uh we, we did serve tacos. We served uh, le- uh, regionally appropriate cuisine. Yeah. Tacos and donuts. Yeah. Tacos and donuts. Yeah, yeah, Fantastic yeah. donuts. Yeah, those are really good. I didn't have any tacos because I ate a bunch of the fried chicken that Lane ordered like an hour oh. before the event. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> it was um, delicious. The, the chicken came like five minutes before the tacos were ready. <laughs> <laughs> but So we hosted an event where um, for the, the Bay Area folks who don't make it down to Car Week, um, and wanted to experience some of the car week energy. Um, we had the built by legends cars and the S660 from spoon as well as 35 or 40, uh, skylines from the NorCal skyline club mm-hmm. and a bunch of Hondas from, um, just the local area. Yeah. And then some other cars too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Some other random stuff. I mean, it was, a, it was a big turnout. Like so I think it I was think obviously it was a successful 200, event. 250 people showed up. Yeah. We had Places over 200, we had 200 RSVPs. RSVPs and then a bunch more people yeah. showed up. Yep. Great assortment of cars, ton of GTRs, obviously, but yeah. a lot of other cool JDM stuff. And then, you know, the smattering of non JDM things that might rock up at a morning motors. I yeah. think one of the things I really liked about it was a bunch of people who don't do the traditional Monterey scene. And so it was a way to include them in sort of in car week. And it was a really different energy. It was much more of a, it felt much more communal to me and less posturing. Sure. Less sort of seeking social status. Yeah. We were, we, we did our part in getting the youths, the youths? into uh, car week. Maybe. Yes. Maybe where they wanted to go to car week after that. Like, oh, okay. That's cool. I like that. So yeah, it was super fun. We had, and as we talked about, we had a really good, uh, one of the GTR owners also has a donut truck. So he did donuts and, uh, lattes and coffees and stuff, which was rad. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic donuts. Yep. And then we had a taco truck or taco people that had like two stations going with tacos and everything, which was rad. And it was free to everyone that came. Nothing like a good free party. Thanks to Range Energy. That's right. That was cool. And then great to meet the Built by Legends guys and have them by the podcast. And that was fun. Mm -hmm. It was really fun to see a bunch of uh, Skyline owners who'd, you know, who are really familiar with the cars oh, uh, right. and the, like the nuances and quirks of their own personal cars get to experience the built by legends cars and sort of see what their take on it is. Yeah. yeah that's very cool. And then, uh, we did Canepa, which we already talked about a little bit. Um, and then, um, uh, it was car week. So then <clears throat> Art and I went down and helped with motor Lux, which is formerly the jet center party and did all the vehicle curation, uh, planes included. Um, looked great, by the way, guys. Just like last year, you guys killed it with the setup. Well, well, looked better uh, this year. <laughs> admittedly, I'm not going to get into it. I had a family emergency, so I only helped on Tuesdays. So the day of, which was the bulk of the vehicles, <laughs> not so much the planes. Um, Warren had to deal with. I don't know if he ended up getting some help. It sounded like it was super chaotic, but <laughs> but the, the the whole setup was way better. It was like the the little sections were more clearly more. Uh, 
more clearly defined, mm. like the Japanese section, then Radwood and, and yeah. the Legends of Baja. And then the fact that there was food at all those places. I felt like last year, all the food was just kind of in the, like, it was kind of like, was bunched where up is it? Placed, it was kind of yeah. randomly placed. This was cool because it was like Legends of Baja had a taqueria. And then the Japanese JDM area. area, JDM area had sushi and stuff. And it was very, it, it was cool like that. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think they can improve it even more like show flow wise. Um, yeah. It was pretty challenging because there was so much build out. You know, there's like tables and chairs and helicopters and planes. And then you're trying to get cars in through all of that to get to places deep in the mm-hmm. show. Uh, yeah, we'll be working. If we are tasked with that again, we will work on some uh, better efficiencies there. Mm-hmm. But um Good to know that people had a good show. Yeah, and I think like just Lane and I shot around at, at the show a lot. I showed up early with Clark I to didn't set up that the, the K display. Yeah, you yeah. got some good I shots. I shot around a lot. Yeah. Nick and Beeline were very instrumental in the showing of Japanese cars this year. Which is so much fun. Like I love, I love when Clark's here and we get to have fun with these K trucks. And I, it's like setting up events is just a great time. It's easy for me because I'm just coming and setting up a handful of cars with Clark, but. Yeah, love to do it and and contribute yeah. to what you guys have going on. What was the response to the the little truck? Because I mean, Motorlux. Oh, people is, love it. It's it's not a cheap event to attend either. It is a really cool, a little more of a high end party, right? So, like, I mean, I would I'm just curious to see what sort of like the engagement was with the vehicle and like what people. Well, did we you had guys a can... really cool display set up with the the six wheeler K truck that has a fun livery, mm-hmm. and then the S660 and the S800, and I think. The combination of all of those with the display that we had set up was pretty like compelling. A lot of people came through. And I think that the truck on its own is kind of distinct because it's six wheels. So if you're into vehicles and you're like, oh, that you know, that is different. Yeah, it's six wheels. Yeah. But I think the livery really sort of t- takes it a step beyond just oh, it's a it's a K truck. Um, yeah, it's a level of whimsy. Yes, David Esquivel from um, the Chicagoland area who who did it did a really nice job. Um, translating his artwork onto you know the canvas of the truck and so it's yeah. um it's fun it was, it was great it matched the color it was a very colorful display and having that truck there and pretty prominent too so that was cool um i'm trying to think what else really the, stood the out. only uh the only thing i kind of don't understand maybe i missed it but the vip area mm-hmm. if i paid for vip i'd be a little like it wasn't anything yeah, well, and, and it was it was well, super had, crowded. By the way, it was like more yeah. crowded than the actual show. There was it didn't feel very VIP. It just I, felt like another room, and you're like, why is this not part of the show? I didn't get if to I the, had paid for a normal ticket, I'd be like, this is kind of lame. Like uh, this thing, it just felt like the, it should just be one ticket for that whole show. If you're gonna have, it didn't. The VIP area was not VIP area. It was just like yeah. It, last year it got really crowded in the VIP area because they only had one like a quarter of the hangar was VIP. Yeah. So even that was even more crowded. And the fact that you could see in was weird. It was the see in thing. I think if the yeah. VIP area was at least a bit more discreet. And it had the dancing I girls. It, I like, I thought it worked. I mean, yeah, it was seeing big out chain from mail. the VIP area was kind of cool. I think cool. I don't know. They had the roof cars in there. There was a big bar. Which is another weird thing. Cocktails. That the roof yeah, cars. exactly. Premium cocktails. And they had, this is the most ridiculous thing is that the first thing I ate. So I had a champagne and then a Stella to start the party and nice. then went straight to beef tartare Ooh. and then bluefin sashimi. <laughs> like that's the worst. It's base. a gnarly combo. Yeah. But that, the beef tartare and stuff that was in the VIP. So premium food, I guess. Yeah. But they had bar. the sushi bar over there. Well, so, I mean, so the sushi 
the sushi in the in the JDM section was like kind of grocery store sushi. Yeah. And then the sashimi in the VIP was actually good fish. Good stuff. So it was just a little bit elevated. It just didn't feel like I'll, much. I'll time. submit your notes. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Um, or next time I just will give you the regular bracelet. You'd be like, <laughs> I mean, I think it was like, I mean, I'm just saying it was 200 bucks more or whatever it was. It just yeah. didn't feel like it didn't feel that premium or anything. I think it that was sold out. And the, so. the, I'm sure, but yeah. I'm just yeah. saying yeah. like, as I'm, I'm, I'm sure it was, but the, and it felt sold out cause it was busy as fuck in the VIP area. Right. So, so it didn't was feel a, that VIP. There was additional entertainment in there too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what was two it? Two dancing girls. They had like Cirque du Soleil on yeah. the Spinning, what it was. Yeah, yeah. Spinning, oh, right, uh, right, right. I remember now. Rings, yeah. that kind of stuff. Another Which, note on Motor Lux. But you could see that from the outside. We, too, uh, so. I, that was the first time that I met up with Forrest and Pierre, who came down for Car Weeks. So it was Shouts rad out. to see those guys. Shouts out. And uh, and a lot of fun to like walk around with them. They're like car builders, component makers, and so it's always fun walking around a show with guys like that, kind of looking at stuff. Oh, that's cool. How could we recreate that? Like that design is an interesting detail. So mm-hmm. we had a fun time scoping stuff out. <clears throat> Broad Arrow auction preview was cool. That was that was actually a great highlight to walk around. So uh, my buddy Tom and his dad Paul came, who I've always gone to Car Week stuff with, and they we were walking around all that stuff, and there a lot of cool cars and so auction cool previews in general. I think are a really great sort of. Uh, hidden gem of car week. Um, you often have to pay to get into the preview if you aren't a registered bidder, but it's often like 50 bucks uh, yeah. or something where it's the, the cost performance for that is enormous. Especially because of the caliber of stuff that you get to see, right? Absolutely. It's all of these record breaking cars and cool, obscure, weird shit. That's really interesting. Um, often very co- like interesting collections of cars. Yeah. So the day before, while we were setting up, we went and checked out all the cars as they were staging them. And, um, there was it was one of my favorite cars that I saw at Car Week period, but it was um, 190e uh, Cosworth Evo two, you know, so the 2.5 liter with like the bigger body kit, um, and it was I, I've never seen one like this. It was actually like an actual race car, but it had no livery on it, and because it, it had you know it had a roll cage, it had all the racing gauges, like you know like the old stack style like you know gauge cluster, and like it was full, like a full race car, um, but it had. Um, you know, uh, I think it had a carpet, right? Something, it was like, it, it was sort of kind of furnished, you know, it had some of the stuff in it, but it was definitely a full on like homologated race car. And, um, you never get to see those, the real ones. And that one was super nice. Uh, it was a really cool one. Um, and that there were, what was really surprising to me was to see how many Alpinas like E30s there were like, that's like, yeah. a, they're coming out of the woodwork. Definitely. Um, and not, I would say that's like, going back to that question we had last time, um, not necessarily an inexpensive car, but a car with a lot of presence, you know, that isn't, you know, mul- multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. That's a really cool one. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> so Motorlux is good. And uh, I, I kind of feel like that event too, it's like that and the quail are very similar in some ways because there's, it's like foods included. It's a little bit more of a party ex- feel. You know, um, and it wasn't that expensive comparatively, you know, to the, some of these other events. So it's quail after dark. Right. And they yep. do, they did a very good job. By the way, the biggest flex, like the gnarliest thing was, uh, a burger for the road. 
Uh, you took a burger for the road when we were leaving. Yeah, at the front after you exit. Oh right, they're like every they're yelling at people. Do you, would you like a burger for the road? Would you Wait, like a burger when? for the road? What? And they were handing out burgers for the, the road. We drove out the one. car exit. We yeah, missed it. and that was like damn dude, pretty freaking sick. Dude. Not only did Clark and I have to hang out way later to leave because we brought cars, we got no burgers. That was like next level. I'm like, I've never had a burger damn. for the road. Dude. I love it. It makes me want to go right now. That's really yeah. good. And they were good burgers. I was there pretty late, and then uh, loadout was interesting. It was just there's a lot of moving pieces. <laughs> it seems like a lot for you guys for sure. Crazy, like, crazy. And when that, we rolled yeah. in, setup was one to three. We I rolled in pretty close to three. Dude, I'm like, get here now. <laughs> and Remember, I because like it was a challenge to get super challenge weaved in and, and set up at that time. And we're dealing with an airport too that is definitely like TSA was walking around, which is. Definitely not a level really? of yeah. you know scrutiny. Or so many cops there, dude. I know it was crazy, and there wasn't like when you saw one cop, there was like five cops. And it's metal detector and all that just yeah. to start, yeah. so you're not. Like, yeah, but they didn't get in the way or anything, but it was just so many. I know it Presence, was pretty wild. Yeah. yeah, there. I mean, and and the thing is, it's you know evolving. Like last year was, I mean, even more chaotic, right? For us, for us internally, without going into details. So like this was a little bit better, but. You know, we're learning more and more as we go, right? I mean, just to help contribute. It's mm -hmm. not our show. We, we, we're we involved, but like, yeah. obviously our feedback isn't taken lightly like they do consider everything. So, um, you know, like Lane's thing, we'll, we'll make sure that we put a mesh. Uh, we'll it was mesh. That was the thing you could see in. And then going it's in. it's branded and, and you can't see on the lower part? I don't know. So. It was just one of those things like walking through. I was like, oh, this is cool. And I got a drink and stuff. But it's like. There's drinks outside too. They were good. And, and I think that was like, the thing. The level, the level of drinks like everywhere was very good. Yeah, the level's and pretty so high. It wasn't the VAP wasn't an, a step change higher. Are you gonna make the regular good food to drink worse? And, and it wasn't enough. Like the like quail has a VIP, some VIP areas, and they're a little more hidden. And you're kind of chilling. You have places to sit and relax. This was not that. Right. This so it's almost like, like it's almost like you elevate the ticket price and limit the number, right? So that it's more of a laid back like experience as opposed to like. You, you want you don't want the VIP area to be hectic, yeah. Yeah, you felt, already have that outside. Yeah, exactly. Could be so something. like you want a little bit of like a a, a change up. You yeah, know? BBL but, guys also displayed their cars there, which was rad. Yeah, sorry, that was actually muted. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, he, the BBL you guys mumbled, mumbled that, that BBL was also there, uh, and Top Rank brought some cool Skyline. So again, Skyline Fest." It's definitely the theme of uh Yeah, the Radwood display was cool. Like that they kind of bled into the the Japanese area. And yep. I think that was like the I mean, if you had to pick like that was like the coolest area, I would say. So yeah. Yeah. I was downed with that Baja selection too. Um our buddy Logan's really into this stuff and he's you know the head of this event. And so he brought in like five or six like really significant Baja racers. <clears throat> like trucks and stuff that were built in the era. And uh, I think three of them run by the same guy, but really cool to see that stuff. Like, I don't know much about that world, but some of these were iconic, like Parnelli Jones, Baja 1000 or 500 winners. And so that was cool. And then they had like a taco truck as part of that. And um, I like that kind of themed experience, you know, the JDM was cool and that worked really well. So yeah, that was fun. Um, Big, big party. And then the next day, the next morning is the busiest day of the year for that airport. Thursday sure. car week is the most <clears throat> private jets coming and going uh, of any day. So they have to tear that whole thing down and have it spotless by 7 a.m. the next day. 
pretty tricky. So crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. so where are those planes? They're going off. They're going into the hangar or they fly, like, dude. No, they I mean, fly. some of that stuff's not leaving no. uh, the following morning. Most of it would just be, yeah. Like they get, get taxied there or, or yeah, they elsewhere. get taxied out to okay. a different spot or okay. something. But, and I think most of that, like where the party is, is pretty private. Like that's not. Yeah. And then the auction was there, there, right? Yeah. Yeah. In that room. In, in that they, hangar. Yeah. yeah. On, on Thursday. Yep. And they had 170 okay, cool. cars at Broad Arrow. Um, I think they had 87% sell through, 85% right. or something yeah. like that. Um, some of the big cars missed, but still a ton of cars. 40 something million or 50, 50, 50 something million. 50 something million. Yeah, yeah. Big, big auction. A lot of cool cars. Late. So that was Wednesday night. What happened Thursday? So Thursday was our rally. Oh, yeah. Half That's right. I went to that. Yeah. DWA Happy Monterey Car Week Edition. Actually, pretty good turnout. I think we probably had 20 cars. Uh, more, actually. More? There was like 25 to 30. 25 to 30. Yeah. At and one that, point, I was counting. Yeah, it was above 25. That's great. Did you get any snaps from that day? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen any. Um, yeah, that was a fun fun drive. It all went really smooth. That was easy. And uh, good turnout. Start to see some, some, you know, our old buds. Familiar and familiar, new faces. And new faces. And... Uh, and then it, we ended in Carmel. We were going to try to catch the end of the tour. We barely did. We saw like five cars, but there was still tons of car spotting to be had, um, including racing Ali. drove by. Mm -hmm. Dude, did you open his head? I was like running after You're him. You're like, open your him. head. Is that a 2002? Is that silver? Oh my God. Yeah. Polaris? Um, and then after that, we went into Carmel for lunch, Carmel by the Sea. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that was the day, that's the scene that I'm Crazy, talking about. It dude. was absurd. I had to park just, a mile away. Oh, like, is that when your boys, all the Saudi dudes or whatever, were yes. in their six by sixes? Yes. Oh, the six by six parade looked crazy. Hard to handle. And more car spotter kids than ever. Every restaurant's packed. Every bar is packed. Couple uh, separate car show things going on. Like yeah, the, the, there was one of the streets was closed for a Ferrari show, which yeah. I didn't think they were doing anymore. But and then was that the all ladies, a ladies car show, prancing ponies or whatever? Prancing ponies car show. They had like a, a ladies car show with a fashion show or something. Yeah. I didn't see any of that. Like a moving, like on a like all, like all sequence. No. <laughs> yeah, and then they definitely like dudes doing the laps, right? Like driving mm. and ladies too. Like there was this lady in a new nine eleven turbo just. And a cowboy hat, just going back and forth mm -hmm. all day long. Cruising, cool. traffic, cruising, cruising. But car spotting was uh, all time uh, insane. Like you know, nine five nine street park, the weird like kit car thing, and the most annoying like, is that dude. He's like local here with that fake Ferrari California. Oh, he just thing. posts up on Ocean Avenue every day. I went down there. I went to three times. I think he gets up. He's at always like there. Six. He wake up all early, park his car on the main strip. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, dude, really? You're he fucking last fake car, too. dude. Oh, is that the like, guy who I see cruising here? Yeah, he yeah. lives right around here. He's so gross with the super tall windshield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and the obvious V8. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so we had lunch there, and then um, we kind of broke off after yeah, that we because we, we all parked in several places and there was a lot of different things going on so I actually went to Gooding at Pebble Beach and then when I parked there I saw uh, Randy uh, Nonnenberg from Bring a Trailer his Renault R5 Turbo was parked there I was like oh I wonder if he's here so I walked in and I immediately ran into Ali and Matt Ferris I mean Matt Farah and uh, he, they were having lunch so we sat down and chatted for a while and then um, 
and then Matt was telling me that he took the McLaren rally on Carmel Valley Road. Oh, and, really? And all of our DWA rally route, which is totally fine. But um, they were like half of them were fine because they have the new good suspension or maybe yeah. it's the old suspension. I don't even know. And then the other half were super pissed, <laughs> scraping and like oh, bouncing all over the place. I'm like, what do you, what is this car for? What, what do you do with this thing? Yeah. I know. Anyways, no, so he was laughing for the purpose. He was laughing about that. And then, yeah, Randy was there. We chatted with him. His homie from Amsterdam was. Oh, I met that guy again. Yeah. He was borrowing the, the Renault. Yeah. Um, actually. And then uh, we went to Gooding and I ran into Frank from our rally, but he works for Cars and Bids. And I got him in a gooding and we toured that whole auction a little bit lighter than last year, like not as heavy hitting, but still my favorite auction other than broad arrow group, of course. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, after that, after, after green and Carmel, I went to turn 12 oh, for lunch. Just, well, we had already oh, yeah. eaten, but I just had a couple of drinks and then we cruised to the, um, the load in for the quail. That's right. That's what you said you were going to do. So I went and saw the load in for the quail, which was a little... As did I. You did too, and yep. I didn't. we didn't see each other. Um, but was it interesting? Like, it was like lighter. Like I felt like cars were coming later than yeah, usual. I think it was around or 4 something. on yeah, Friday. Like, or sorry, yeah. sorry, Thursday. And there was like Me 10% too. of the field was there. Yeah, there wasn't that many cars. And the I don't know. It wasn't as like glamorous. Like I feel like the last two years, I got like my best photos were all that night. Because also sun going down and everything, and I didn't really get it. Mm. Didn't happen this year. Though I love seeing the behind the scenes of people putting everything up and getting ready, yeah, and all the trades cool. went out. And um, it just has, I think, sort of a a very different and festive energy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel you, dude. <laughs> and they're parking people, and yeah, it's yeah. yeah, the cars are are moving around. Vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw. I saw. Vibes. Some I saw Michael Allen Ross. That was the only time oh, I saw him during whoa. Car Week. AR still around. So and uh, I saw Bruce Meyer drive his 300SL Roadster in. Hell yeah. Um, yeah cool. Does he have cool. the silver one? Yep. Oh, okay. That's a nice car. Yeah. Yeah. And then after Gooding, went and recharged before going to the Avance party, which was at Veloce Media. Is it? Vel yeah. It's just Veloce. Yeah. Yeah. Veloce Media. Veloce. All the Veloces. All the Veloces. All the Veloces. Media. Yeah, yeah. And Avance is a Radwood partner and uh, friends of ours that are doing things and had their kind of like alumni gathering, I guess, open kind of party. Mm -hmm. uh, good crew, though. A lot of familiar faces and got to, yeah, hang and talk with Jason Camisa and folks from Grio's Garage. And I don't know, just, it's like a million conversations <laughs> went to sushi with some homies from dwa like uh john and cheryl and this guy nick and, and uh, uh chris baca chris baca the cat Dita. and i went and played pool that's right you guys are in a pool now that you're in a oh, startup turn up yeah you guys have to they're sharks yeah dude probably his algorithm is all full of pool garbage oh uh, yeah for sure <laughs> trick shots and stuff play a tournament today no yeah get gross all right well that's another podcast um, and then Friday was the quail. Talked about the last podcast. I feel like we've, uh, I think really, car week's done. That's dude. it. Yeah. It's exhausted. It's, yeah. There's so many more things. Like there's so many little bits and pieces that I wanted to talk about, but I'm not saying that we need to like go into detail on everything, but don't. just like a billion things. And that's also a bummer about car week is that you get very numb and blurry to significant cars 
just like industry things that you would normally be like way stand out. I would yeah. talk about it right now. And yeah. Yeah. I mean like that Ferrari thing at uh, Pebble Beach you had talked about. Yeah. Um, which was Ferrari. like 75 cars or whatever. I kind of just like walked through that thing pretty quickly. And I thought you were there a while, dude. I, mean, I, was, I was waiting for you. I was you. probably there for 45 minutes yeah. or something, but that's not that long, dude. To, like, Especially if you're taking I pictures. didn't, you know, if you're, like in, and then you're like glossing sure. over a couple of F40s and stuff and just kind of like walking through. Uh, but you know, you, if you went to that as like a standalone show, you'd be pretty stoked. You'd be there so, all day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's, I haven't been in the concourse. I haven't been in concourse Italiano in, in many years, but I have to imagine there was nothing quite of that caliber. Well, I think some of those cars actually did go to both. Yeah, I'm sure. But, but concourse Italiano, from my experience, I've been to it like ten times. It's just like it's some of that stuff, and then it's like all just new bullshit. So yeah. like a line of like ten Gallardos, you know, or Mer Marines or whatever. Or yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, I don't know, standout stuff that you would just basically be like, whatever. Yeah, it's just, it, I, I remember mentioning this exact thing last year because I was in the shuttle leaving the coil last year, and I remember I saw two F-50s in the parking lot, and I, as we were leaving, and I could see the corner of it, and I remember thinking, like, if I was, like, right. on any shuttle right. in a random parking lot, I would have jumped out of that shuttle right away <laughs> and ran over to see those cars. Exactly. But, like, it's like, oh, it's just a couple more F-50s, you know? You do get <laughs> you do get desensitized. It's crazy. Yeah. One, of, one of the fun things I think about Car Week is there's so much stuff going on that that and and most of it is pretty similar to previous years and so you have there's a familiar feeling wherever you go but then everything's a little bit different like maybe you see two f50s or maybe there's a different party this year or, or you know, maybe 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 something's better or worse and so there's just enough sort of new flavor and and new churn in the chaos that it doesn't get stale yeah it does it's funny it's like all remains the same but it's different you know every year i do feel like i kind of spread myself too thin this year with camping and you know it's like i mean i didn't even go to range and just everything going on with yeah motor lux and the rally and just coil and going to the races also like driving back and forth to get andrew and all that stuff it's just like sunday night i was done yeah, <laughs> done I done i mean i i only did you know camping and then the week through friday and the quail ended my dan's party end of my week yeah um but i was yeah i was out of steam by that as well i think you guys working motor lux that's also an extra kind of like energy sink for yep. you and beginning the week with a big energy sink um yeah. i would say i think it would be great there's a lot of moving pieces but it'd be great to get a couple maybe shorter just boys only podcast in sort of in real time during the week i know to that's catch the way to, some of that stuff when it's fresh that's the way to do it you know i know and honestly I, what i was thinking about when it was all over is that really like the cars and the events are are great and that's why we go but the hangs are what kind of stand out for me like the conversations and just chilling is almost as fun you know like my idea would be to get somewhere that we can all post up kind of like those people that gave you a 10 on the, yeah, on the yeah, 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 yeah. like to just go super cash, nice chairs, yeah, yeah. little scene, little kicker as cars go by and have like a home base. That sounds really fun. Yeah. I don't know where to do that. We I've rented various houses around in various other years and you travel and well, I mean like, like I did Car Carmel Valley one year I did down close yeah, to the yeah, big yeah. Sur one year. And, um, 
and I think that the there is no like walkable like neighborhood. You're going to be in the car no matter what. So I think that um, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> well, you're saying that you can't rent a house that's going to be perfect for that's going to be able to like the overlooks it, the it, whole that it does scene. everything yeah, unless yeah. you're yeah. Myers Max. Yeah. But even then, like there's half an hour from the track. You're on your own yeah. thing. You're you're putting a party on. Yeah. yeah I so, can see doing a. A Thursday roadside hang with coolers and chairs and yeah, yeah. set up. So like we were talking about. And you that. get there early and you bring lunch and you stay for a while and people could come. Like we just open invite kind of I deal. mean, even having the rally was cool, dude. That's the first time we've done something like that during actual yeah. car week. Yeah. And that was super, super cool. And we had a, a good amount of people come. So yeah. yeah. I think that, that, was, that, was, that awesome. was super easy. We could do that again, just do it a little earlier and still catch the mm -hmm. tour. So there's some, there's some hacks, there's some ways around it, but, um, there's also like w w all these things we talked about in this episode and the last one or the one after this, whatever it's happening right now. Uh, they, you know, these are all like pretty expensive events when you think about it, you yeah. know, I think the, the cheapest oh, ticket yeah, we've yeah. talked about so far is 450 bucks, bucks or something yeah. like that. But, uh, or, or we did go to, you know, one of them was free. Uh, but, um, you could do, all of Monterey Car Week on without spending money and have just as much fun. It's that's, just a different. I think that's a my different point. thing. So I think so you I'd know say, we, if, if it you, could sound a little like you know a lot of people are listening to this. It's like you know if you do the eighteen hundred dollar ticket on like you know my <laughs> bill Friday, if you've like paid for yeah. everything I did it would be like a four thousand four thousand bucks just for just tickets, for tickets to car lodging. shows, but. You could also just have just as much fun going to the free Ferrari thing and the Veloce thing and a rally and, you know, all this other or stuff. Or just posting up, even downtown. And like just hanging like, out on. Saying, there's yeah. so much car spotting. Go to Monterey, cool go to Monterey for dinner one night. Go to yeah. Carmel. Yep. And with, with a little bit of sort of, if you, if you go the, the first year, I, I, I tell everybody, if you, the first year you go, you don't, if you don't know anybody, you will just go to, you'll experience a bunch of great stuff. But the second year you'll know a bunch more people and you'll start getting invited to this and you'll get invited to that. And there's a bunch of stuff like, well, that's the, yeah, you get spread so thin, everything you, you want to do it all. And uh, I was good with it. I was good with it this year and, and staying in Monterey definitely helped like staying in the area, not going home every night. Yeah, I mean, definitely that, that. that helps a lot. But uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I was down with being spread thin. Um, <laughs> being spread thin, I feel like it's part of the experience. Yeah, I yeah. think, it, I you think have it's, to prep yourself. It for is it what mentally. it is. It's one week a year. You're like, it's you're charged. doing it, dude. Yeah, and I think I've slowly gotten to that point because every like I, you know, last year I did more than I did the last the year before, and you always kind of have that like you're sitting home on Sunday and you're like, why am I not down there, dude? Maybe I'm just getting old. Like at 9:45 at the quail, I'm like, I just want to chill. I mean, I don't yeah, want to keep I mean, walking around. I was around. definitely down with that. Yeah, right. Like I just want a rad place to sit and watch everything go by. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, dude, I know what to do. Why don't we all get C6 or C5 Corvettes and <laughs> then we can just find a parking lot and we just get our lawn chairs. Yeah, yeah. Or Time camping chairs. Camping chairs. Sorry, like uh, with it. our little beer koozies. Oh, uh, worst, worst car of Car Week was the new C8 Corvettes. Just. All like, there everywhere. All decorated with strikes. lame stuff. From and, oh trend. man, it's just that is like not good. JC Whitney's in the same. Hard yeah, that's just bad. It's not good. Bad yeah. scene. Um. Oh shoot, we didn't even answer questions. I don't know what's happening. I looked anymore. through a few. I mean, there. I mean, there's a few that it were relevant, and we answered them. The rest are just kind of. I'll uh, save them for next week. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're not as answered. relevant this time around. Ask. I do have some trivia. Nice. Let's see if I can find it. Anything else stand out 
Clark, I feel like you have something to say. I, I, I don't, I don't think. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think. Like, the more years you go to car week, the more connections you make, the more of more. those hangs that you're going to have the opportunity to be a part of. And that's all that stuff is generally free too. It's about knowing people. Yeah. And it's definitely, I feel like car week has the potential to be a little clicky. And because I saw a bunch of the same people, they like of our friend group, we saw again and again. And if we weren't part of the friend group, you don't get the hang. And so, but it's not that it's exclusive. You just have to show up and then meet the people yep. and yeah. it doesn't, time in. yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think if you're, if the ultimate goal is what the folks at Myers Manx and Truesdale pulled off is you have a home base mm-hmm. that is essentially your own car show hang. That's the ultimate, That's right? What like, so you're saying just spend like drink. half a bill, a half a million dollars. <laughs> um, yeah, like yeah. have a staff of like a hundred people organize <laughs> yes, a party. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 I got you. Oh, by yeah. the way, the nicest, Porta potties I've ever been in. in my I didn't life. even use the porta potties. They had a shower as porta shower as yeah. well. The the live band was so good. I thought it was recorded. It was just a jazz trio. And then I look at the top of the hill and they're full they're board, like playing, guys yeah. trumpet and everything. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, it's live. Nice. So that if that's the top, <laughs> yeah. Well, you can scale scale it that's back down. Like Gen's spot was super rad. Like that's yeah. it's, it it's a house that he rents. Airbnbs. Every it's the same place. I think even more casual. Just than invite that, your like friends. One um, step above camping, but a uh, uh, hang. Zone. Right. We've talked about morning motors potentially too. Like, I mean, it right. could even be a thing where we find, I mean, it's hard. We've looked into know, it, but I like know. if you have a spot where I mean, you dude, can that invite, Safeway parking lot is pretty good. Yeah, people dude. can show up with their cars and leave and come and go. And we're just hanging out and you mm. got the, all that pretty solid. Yeah. Solid. All right, maybe well, not a jazz band, but maybe like a, a dude just maybe like a, just like but what a, are they called? a speaker jazz hands. On the ox. jazz hands, uh, maybe a mime. I mean, I one right. thing we sort of touched on that none of us actually did was the OEM house experiences. And that's a great way to have a very low cost. If you can get in the list through your dealer or through, but I mean, I'm kind of over all the new cars. Well, I, I mean, you personally are, but people who want to come to car, we yes, can have a yes. really cool experience. Without yeah, spending it's also a lot of money. hanging out of the house and having drinks, seeing the stuff. house yeah. and looking around. Yeah. And mm. then there's also the, but it's like the, the new Maserati and you're like, I mean, all right. yeah, there's also that angle too, where you can schedule test drives with a lot of these people. Yep. If you want to do something like that, like yeah. I had scheduled some driving a take in or something. I, I didn't, I didn't go to do it, but I, you know, that was an I've option. I've done the Bentley thing before. Yeah, I go yeah, to the yeah. Bentley house every year and I'm not going to buy a Bentley in the near future, but they're, they welcome me in. We talk with the designers. We talk like Bentley owners are actually kind of an interesting group of old folks. And we've had great conversations. Like one year, Arnold Schwarzenegger was sitting at the table next to us. Like it's, it's kind of a, a, a fun scene. Stuff that yeah. Happens. And it doesn't, it doesn't cost any money. Yeah. There's weird, weird scenes. Uh, Clark, how long are you in the States for? Another two days. So since that's the case, why don't you do the trivia music? (laughs) 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 Trivia. (laughs) Nice. That was good. That was really good. (laughs) Perfect. Remix. You can tell you've been practicing. Round cat remix. All right. Well, we did interview uh, Mr. Roof uh, at the Quail, which was fun and nice guy. Did you know that uh, his father, uh, Roof Sr., had a garage and eventually a full-service gas station? But what vehicle did he first tinker with Mm. and build? A sled. Clark says sled. Um, Tractor. 
tractor the, from Lane. The three fifty six, the notchback thing, whatever it's called. Oh, the Carmen, rooter, Carmen Cooper, yeah, whatever. Karma, Karma Chameleon. Is that was that it? The Carmen three fifty three fifty six. What is that thing called? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, it's, I know. It's like the notchback hardtail, yeah. but it, it looks. It's a notchback so hardtail. Yeah, they're yeah. gross. Notchback hardtail, a double fakey. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't think Six this is foot. the answer though, but like, cause that was the first Porsche that he got because uh, he was passed in a rainstorm when he was a bus driver and okay. the guy crashed the car and he ended up buying it off of him on the side of the road because he was handy with uh, his tools. And he so was a bus or maybe the bus was the first thing he tuned up. Uh, maybe the bus. He was handy with the steel, if you know what I mean. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> What's your guess? Is it sled? A sled. Okay. So we're talking about prior to Porsche, what was he fixing? This is Roof Senior. Yeah. And he started with a type of vehicle. Or type. I have like, some, like, like, like rosebud kind of sled is what I'm thinking of. <laughs> no one knows what that means. Go on. Type of Citizen was, Kane. Uh, Are you still waiting on this? He's, he, yeah, I don't know what's he's happening. pretending to guess, but yeah, not, I don't know what's happening. It's snow plows. <laughs> snow plows. You, were, you said it. The bus. Tour bus. Oh, okay. Oh, so it was yeah. a bus. says that he had had like designs of his own in the late 40s, but in 1955, he designed and built a tour bus, which he marketed around Germany. Hmm. Positive response it received led to Roof expanding his business and starting his own uh, separately owned bus company. Okay. Buses. Was it? I right, was going to... So that's why he was driving the bus, because it was his... Presumably his design. His yeah. it Reca yeah. Did Recaro start out as a seatbelt manufacturer? Is that right? Or no? That sounds right. Where's that? Yeah. Reuter. Okay. And they were building No, they were building too. bodies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. <clears throat> That's about uh, Alois Roof and his family. But what about just roofs in general? Ah. What uh, is the largest freestanding roof in the world? Like a roof on a house? On, roof uh, on a house. Area. So surface area. Yeah. Like a roof that you would raise. Do you want me to go to you first, or is this really going to throw you off? Uh, uh, well, uh, what, where, where, where and using? what is it uh, covering? Is it like, like no, no poles? I mean, like what is no, the no Pentagon? Posts? Is it like a, like, no, a, I think no, no, just one continuous like, roof structure. Uh, okay. Does the Pentagon count? It's not yeah, like Pentagon would count. Cantilever yeah. or something. It's a good guess, but it's wrong. Damn. Or one of those like huge like, Stadiums, uh, like soccer stadiums or something. Oh, that's a good that's guess, a good too. Guess. Mm. Mm. Is it this? Oh, Astrodome, right? Like, right. <laughs> like that. That's what I would have guessed. Yeah. Something like that. I was thinking maybe, maybe one of the Amazon, new Amazon facilities or like some chip fab or something. Some gigantic. Uh, oh, how, like about like a, site. how about like a, um, like a distribution center, like a, right. like a Walmart distribution center or something. That's I'm trying to think what I would know. be the biggest or an airport. That's what I would think too. Continuous roof. Yeah. Oh it's wait a minute. Uh, what about that? The ex uh, particle accelerator. That's like isn't oh, that just super one, long? Yeah, that's super Continuous? long. But I don't think it's grand. Yeah, not that skinny. Sure, All right, we're you not guys are gonna it. get it. Where's are we way off? Kind of. Are, are we guessing like in uh, like a like a square mile type thing? Yeah, I was just kind of hoping you'd say the type of building, but it's. Oh. Um, the MGM Kotai in Macau, China. It's huh. a massive casino hmm. that has the okay. Guinness World Record for the largest roof in the world. Okay. Huh. So there you go. I've never been to Macau. Have you been to Macau? No. What size is the roof? Uh, and how much bigger um, is it oh, than the second? It is uh, 86,898 square feet. Okay. Oh, that's a useless man. Does that help you? 86,000 square feet. Yeah. Roof. 
All right, now that's roofs, but let's go to rough. Roads? Huh? Rough riders, yeah. shall we? Rough roads. According to the Guinness World Records, Charlie, a lovely breed of dog, reached a whopping 113 decibels during a Bark in the Park event held in Australia recently. 113 What decibels? breed was it? Oh, this is a dog I don't want. <laughs> Oh, interesting. The largest or the loudest dog bark in all the land. Was it a sharp and shrill bark or was it like a deep and throaty bark? That's was, a good question. It was a roof. Decibels a roof. That, I mean, I would think that if it's that, it's got to be sharper, right? Like higher pitch. That's what I would think. Yeah. It's like Yappy, a little. Like a Pomeranian or something? Pomeranian's one guess. Nick's still confused from the last question. I'm still, yeah. I was trying to convert square feet to miles, and then I forgot how many zeros we had. And I'm all messed up. Uh, um, a chihuahua. Yeah, that's a good one. Dude, those things are a lot. Yippee is a mother. Yeah. But they don't have that. I think they might be able to peak out the decibel scale, though. Like, mm-hmm. like a barely, like, lung chest to, like, get the air out. Right. Mm-hmm. Any guesses? I don't know why I have Newfoundland in my head, but I'm going to go with that. Newfie? Bloodhounds are pretty loud. Uh, it's not, uh, yeah. Seems like Art would more guess more like, this. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to guess a golden retriever because that's that would be too obvious. And that's the one. Really? Chicken dinner, dude. My dog is super loud. Charlie from Australia, loudest recorded bark. Wow. 113 decibels. Right, let's get that recording, dude. Let's go buy it. There you go. But I wouldn't have thought Golden Retriever. They don't seem exceptionally um, loud. Mine's, he's like very exceptionally <laughs> compared there to others. But it's, uh, but it, and it's also throaty. It's like, it's a deeper, not Well, a, that's mm-hmm. a good dinner conversation uh, starter for you. When I'm at the Golden, uh, at the Golden Retriever Club. 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 But at the Polo Club, you go, did you know that in fact, the loudest bark on record is the Golden Retriever? Yeah, but you're saying your dog is more of like a... More of like a flat plane, flat plane V8 V8 kind of crank. bark. But that was fun. We went on a little journey there. We went from roof, all the roofs, uh, to roof, to yeah, rough. Yeah, yeah. We saw what we did. And then I, I thought we were going to go to the roughest, like, skinned animal or I something. I looked that you know? up and it kept coming up with sandpaper. And I'm like, yeah, everyone knows 36 grit or whatever. <laughs> rough is like, get <laughs> out of here. But sharks are like, like remarkably They're rough. very right? rough. Yeah. yeah. But is, is an elephant rougher? Nah. Or what's the nah. smoothest nah. surface? Maybe that would be the way to do it. Oh, uh, I'm sure it's we all weird. know things can be rough, <laughs> but what is the smoothest surface known to man? Bottlenose uh, dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's podcast. Okay. Thanks for joining Later. us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.